Yo, welcome back to the Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Navarra, and with me, as always, is Danny. Danny, oh, before I ask you a question, follow us on Twitter at Return to Play Pod. And that's basically the only thing that ever gets updated. So, Twitter, Return to Play Pod. Danny, how was your fantasy playoff weekend? It was it was not a good fantasy playoff weekend. If you follow me on Twitter, you uh you are well aware of that. I uh, got swept out of the playoffs. That Sunday night game, the shit show between the Saints and the and the Bucks, really let me down. I was in a nail biter in one league, and Kamara doing nothing. Uh, and Gronk, Kamara and Gronk let me down in that league, and I lost. The other one, I was projected to comfort comfortably win. Um. Came down to Brady and Cooper Cup pretty much. I was projected to win by a decent amount. I don't remember exactly what it was. Brady gets me four points. Still have a chance as long as Cooper Cup doesn't go off. And lo and behold, Cooper Cup goes the fuck off. Got Ended up with 33 points and I lose by six. Um, just overall, overall rough season for me. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Cooper Cup. I love you as a player, but what the fuck, man? Yeah, I I lost um, fantasy playoff uh, game as well against my best friend Marshall in your league, Danny. I had absolutely nobody left to play. Um, and then Valdez Scantling's on my bench with like 15 points who I considered putting in over Renfro and didn't end up doing that, but it wouldn't have mattered anyway because he had the Stafford Cup combo, um, which was about the only thing going for anybody this weekend besides Jonathan Taylor. So, you know, um, it was just a rough, rough freaking weekend out here for uh, most fantasy players. And my best ball, uh, we are down to, or I'm down to one uh, puppy entry. Uh, ended up in first place, so I'm moving on to the next round in one of those best balls. Um, another another tough, tough go for that because uh, that's something I had a great uh, positioning in with uh, Tom Brady and um, Godwin. I had I had a nice couple stacks with them. So whatever, it is what it is. You, we... Instead of uh, getting all butthurt about it, just cherish just cherish the activity itself throughout the year uh, is is a better way to look at it. So you don't uh, have an aneurysm or need Zoloft. Um, my, my my one the only best ball league that I had a chance. I'd been in third place for a while. I'm literally down to zero receivers until Adam <laughs> Thielen comes back. So I've. I'm I'm down to fourth place now. Oh, the 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 puppy that I had advance, I had one running back score any points, which was James Robinson. Everybody else didn't play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Godwin, Juju, Thielen's been out. I had Chark and Will Fuller. It's like literally every the whole the whole squad on that team is out for the season. Well, what what saves me in this league is I have Tyree Kill and Cooper Cup. Uh, oh, yeah, you're balling. 
and Mark Andrews. So um, yeah, those three right there uh, give me a nice a nice chunk of points every week. And I am still in two fantasy playoffs for for seasonal leagues. I had the bye week for two two leagues here, so time to uh, time to get back with it and and try to get a dub here in at least one of those. All right. With all that said, I think Pro it's Bowl. time to Pro Bowl rosters. Oh. We got we got to touch on the Pro Bowl rosters. That's right. Pro Bowl that's... rosters just came out uh, right right as we were recording this, uh, so we were looking at it. Lamar Jackson getting the nod over Josh Allen was one of the more surprising things. Uh, half of this doesn't really matter because half these guys end up sitting out anyways. Um, but one, uh, James Conner getting getting the the nod as the number two back in the NFC was pretty uh, made me made me smile. I've been saying all year he's gonna thrive in a in a split backfield. I don't know why Pittsburgh never would do it with him, but. Uh, Proud of you, James Conner. He bet on himself. Pittsburgh didn't bring him back. Took a one-year, three million dollar contract for with the Cardinals, and he's probably going to cash in on that this offseason. So, whether it be with the Cardinals or or elsewhere, happy for James Conner. Well deserved. Yeah, I I agree with with Conner there. Um, TJ and Cam Hayward were the only Steelers to make it. I believe the the Browns had. Um, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, and Nick Chubb. So a pretty good showing there from the AFC North. Joe Mixon also made the cut. Um, and I think there might have been another bangle or two on there as well. So Jamar Chase got in. Joe oh, yeah. Burrow. Burrow did not, which was another one surprising that Lamar got in over him despite his struggles this year. But it's a popularity contest. Yeah. Yep. Lots so, of lots of COVID already. By the time this airs, there will be plenty of more COVID. So basically nothing we say in this podcast is is going to matter. We're we're all catching <laughs> Omicron at some point. Hopefully no just, more games get postponed, but I'm 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 not that hopeful. Yeah, uh skip to the gambling picks, I guess. <laughs> Even even those lines are probably going to be so different by the time <laughs> by the time the actual games roll around. Kansas City Pittsburgh's moved three points already with all the Chiefs that have COVID. Yes, you can listen to me stumble through um, half of the show here coming up. I'm not drunk. I'm hydrated. I'm I'm just ha- you know I'm having an off uh, an off show here. You know I think it I think it shows, but um, I think you're all very forgiving listeners. Uh, all seven of you out there, uh, don't take it too hard on me. <laughs> yeah, I think we have seven people that listen every week. Other than us. We haven't checked the stats in a while. We haven't checked. Uh, we've, well, I don't think we've ever checked how many people listen on Apple. Uh, and I haven't checked the Spotify either. We should probably do that. All right. Well, enjoy this Christmas week edition of Return to Play podcast. Okay, let's get into this NFL injury news on a from a wacky week 15, a long week of NFL football. I did not watch the Tuesday games. I went and saw Spider-Man in IMAX, and I clearly made the right decision. Um 
maybe the best Marvel movie um, of the whole the whole franchise, Marvel Studios franchise. I think this is this is the best one. Maybe I'm a little biased because Spider Man was my favorite superhero growing up, but our our producer Jimmy um, might have a strong opinion about the Spider Man movie. Do you have anything to say about Spider Man before we get started? Uh, I mean, nothing outside of what you just stated. Uh, I mean, Infinity War's Endgame will still hold the top spot, but as far as Spider-Man movie goes, that's, it was crazy. I loved it. Trying to go see it again very soon. It was fantastic, and it was worth the upcharge for IMAX, um, for sure. But, oh, yeah, (laughs) it it was, it was epic. Uh, anyway, we'll get into the injury news here with Chris Godwin. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL. Um, just a a pretty bad bad day for the Buccaneers overall. They they just did not have it Sunday night. Uh, Tom Brady fell flat flat on his face. Um, it's really just a disaster from start to finish. So Chris Godwin goes down with the ACL Fournette and Evans both pull their hamstrings. It seems like Fournette's is a lot worse than Evans, but neither of them practiced today, which was Wednesday. I don't foresee Fournette. It doesn't sound like Fournette is even being considered to come back this week. Mike Evans was at least... um Still, still a possibility of coming back, but I, I don't know. I would probably save those guys for the playoffs. You know, you're going to the playoffs as the Buccaneers. Maybe not the playoffs, but you know, give those guys the proper time to heal, which is a full week. What do you have to say about the Buccaneers, Danny? This one kills me for my guy Chris Godwin, contract year, having a great season. Just a just a dagger. Um, I hope he still gets a bag this off season, but uh, definitely puts his his 2022 season in jeopardy as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he misses some time on the pup list or something along those lines. Uh, wish him a good recovery. Fournette sounds like he is. I'm assuming he's just gonna be out for the regular season. Is what it sounds like. I mean, they do have one of the probably the best backup running back maybe in the league a thousand yard rusher from last year ronald jones so they're not really hurting no no sense in forcing him to play um mike evans wouldn't be surprised if he gets rushed back though as, as soon as he's healthy yeah uh well we'll get to the rest of that team in our next segment but moving on to the pittsburgh steelers T.J. Watt, um, probable defensive player of the year if he can keep going here, you know, was kind of holding his ribs there at the end of the game against the Titans, definitely playing through some pain. I actually didn't read too much about him um, today. I know that he is um, he's going to try to play through anything that isn't completely debilitating to seal up this uh, defensive player of the year. I know that's something he obviously wants to add to his resume. Do you have any info on TJ? Yeah, I don't think it was anything serious. Just like, you know, kind of 
knocking the wind out of you, maybe a, a rib contusion or something along those lines. But uh, he played through it, came back in, was there for the for the final drive. Um, yeah, and I, I think he's if Pittsburgh can hash out another couple wins, he should already have two DPOYs, you know, hanging in his trophy shelf. But he has zero with Miles Garrett being pretty much a a, no, a non-factor in their Monday Monday night. Yeah, Monday night game. I think I think it's TJ's to lose at this point. We'll kind of see how it goes. But like you said, he's going to try to play through anything. Well, um, this is because the last two years I bet TJ Watt Defensive Player of the Year this year, and I said this at the beginning of the season on this pod, I will refrain from betting him Defensive Player of the Year so he can finally win one. And, and sure enough, uh, you guys think I make this stuff up or I'm being dramatic. It's it's The facts are here. The facts are right here. Um. Moving on to Pat Fryermuth. Concussion, two concussions in three weeks. Not not good, not good at all. That's pretty much exactly the precursor to CTE is getting multiple concussions close together um, or at least getting a second blow to the head while your brain is still recovering from a said concussion. And just because you're asymptomatic doesn't mean everything in your brain has fully healed. Um, this is very concerning to me as a rookie guy who's supposed to be our franchise tight end here for the next decade or plus. And now his eggs are, are scrambled pretty thoroughly, just like um, Mason Rudolph's got there <laughs> at the beginning of his first season. So I don't know what, what else to say about Friar Muth. I would uh, I would not play him this week, even if he, you know, clears the concussion protocol. And I definitely think that all of these teams um, still throw all that shit out the window. If they want a guy to play, they're going to get that guy to play. Basically, is is my um, take on it. What do you anything on on the Muth? Yeah, I got lots to add here. I do want to touch. I had one thing left to say for TJ, though. I, if uh, if he didn't miss time being banged up this year, he he is on pace to more than break the the sack record. So he has potential to get it if he gets near it. They there's no way they can't give him the uh, the award. But Fryermuth, yeah, we kind of have shared this sentiment. I I think that they should just deactivate him for the remainder of the year. Especially um, at this point, it looks like Stefan Tuit is is not going to return this year, um, so he he won't have played at all. Obviously, this defense is beyond repair, but not getting to it back at any point. You know, they're not. This team's not good enough to compete. They they can make the playoffs maybe, but they're not going to win in the playoffs. Um, so there's no point in in rushing a a generational tight end back. And you know, derailing his career, two two concussions in a in a three week span. I mean, yeah, you 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 nailed you handled it. I mean, this Pat Fry is going to try to come back if he can. This is the same tight end that, uh, you know, returned to Penn State and was trying to play through injury on a winless Penn State team in the COVID year. So, 
he's a you know he's a competitive you know loyal guy to his team. I'm sure he's gonna try to play as soon as he's healthy, but I don't think he should come back this year. Yeah, I I don't I agree with you. I think to that organization though, keeping that um, eight and eight record or above is something very important to them, and I think they. You know, I don't. I don't think Pat Fryermuth is the hinge on which the Steelers win or lose one more game out of these last three. But um, I think possibly that that front office is thinking we got to get to eight and eight. We need all hands on deck uh, to achieve that. But who knows? That's all speculation, and and we're definitely too negative. <laughs> like most of Steelers Nation, it's it's mostly negative unless. Things are really, really good. Uh, moving on in the AFC North still, Joe Mixon had a full practice today. Expect him to play this Sunday against Baltimore. Uh, Joe Burrow also full practice to note. But uh, Lamar Jackson did not practice, which is uh, kind of surprising. You know, he, if he hasn't practiced yet today, They have been, these quarterbacks have been coming in on Sundays without any practice, but now Lamar hasn't practiced, and this is going to be his third week in a row, I think, without practicing at all. Um, Maybe second week in a row. But either way, he's he's definitely had more than just five days of of rest or like a bye week. Now he could have a little bit more rust. Uh, their season's in jeopardy of even making the playoffs now. If they if they lose out, they're definitely out. I think even one and two for the Ravens puts them out of the playoff picture with some other pieces falling into place. So uh, Lamar would be playing right now if he was at all capable of doing so. So he must be very uh, actually injured. Uh, I don't have anything else on that Brown or uh, Bengals. Um, Ravens game to you? I have no concerns about the Bengals. Mixon's gonna be fine. He's gonna play through it. He's he's always got he's always got some kind of injury that he's playing through. Um, Lamar Jackson, I think uh, Lamar on a on a gimpy leg is going to be entirely ineffective. Um, you know, you've seen him this year when he's forced to make accurate throws. He does not. So if he can't beat you with his athleticism. I mean Huntley's Huntley's looking great. So if Lamar does play this week, I know we're not doing heating pad ice pack, but I I'd, I'd ice pack him if he does start. Um but I think they'll probably roll with Huntley as good as he's looked. Yeah, I mean he was able to cover the spread in Lambo. Um I think he's a completely capable quarterback, although now teams do have, you know, a solid three games of film on him. I don't know if that's going to help the Bengals <laughs> any more than it than it should, but um, we'll see. That that uh, that game is kind of basically decides the AFC North um, uh, outlook here. And, and I guess we might as well finish up. The Browns do play Saturday, which is after your this podcast comes out. You know, in Joku Limited. Denzel Ward limited for Browns. Miles um, Garrett did not practice, but that's normal for a Wednesday. Um, and Baker's not on this practice, this injury report at all. So I'm assuming he's completely, completely back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers still isn't practicing. Same with David 
Bakhtiari, um, those guys are just basically, we're not going to practice and we're just going to rehab and then we're going to go play on Sunday because we're that good. Uh, other And uh, Valdez Scantling was put on the COVID list, so they kind of have to keep an eye on on the wide receiver room there. Uh, anything about the Browns Packers? I am interested to to monitor um, Miles Garrett's status throughout the week. He he pulled up with a groin injury uh, at the mm, end of the yep. game there. Um, played through it, but obviously <laughs> was hampered, and we'll see. So I'm interested to see if he uh, gets a prepared. And even by the time this airs, by the time the games are played, there's going to be dozens more players. Um, some of the biggest names, mostly minor names, but the, the big names, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, will certainly make this uh, Taylor's Chiefs game a little bit interesting. And addition by subtraction, Devin Bush is also on the COVID list. Well, we need Spillane back if he's if Bush is going to be out. Yeah. Bush has been bad, but when you don't have a backup. Right. Um. I think that's that. That's about it. Uh, Jimmy, let me know that David Bakhtiari hasn't played all year. Um, just uh, ignore ignore what I said. I was only talking about Aaron Rodgers being able to not practice all week and, and play. Um, you know, of course, I knew David Bakhtiari hasn't played all year. Of course, I know things like that. That's why you're listening to me talk about <laughs> NFL injury news. All right, moving on. We, we talked about Bakhtiari like a week or two ago. Coming, he's supposed to be coming listen, next soon. But I got but, a lot of shit in my. I, I'm, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying you had a you hiccuped again. That's all. I got to I I got to live with the sniff life right now, <laughs> and learn learn my job on the go. Uh, I'm just trying to come up with as many excuses as possible, like a. Uh, What's it? What's it? Uh, Ad lib, but not that. I don't know. Moving on to heating pad or ice pack. Uh, let's get to the other Saturday game. The Cardinals are in a bit of an offensive struggle here on the injury report. Oh wow! My how long has my mic been muted? Like two seconds. You just randomly cut out. That was weird. You- you said the Cardinals playing on Saturday. They're in a bit of an uh, injury, and then just cut out. Uh, well, I, I had my hand on the mic. I had my hand on my mic. Um, if you shake it more than twice, it's it's playing with it. Uh, God, I don't know. I'm all over the place right now. Are we cutting that, or what are we doing? It was right when you jumped into heating pad. Yeah, can we can we redo the heating pad here? Make a make a note, Jimmy. <laughs> okay, moving on. We'll see how well this gets edited. The Arizona Cardinals are in the other Saturday game and they have some injury concerns on offense. James Connor 
uh, did not practice today. He's been dealing with um, lower heel. leg. What's that? A heel. Injury. Yeah, he, yeah. I was about to say lower leg. That sounded right. Um, I don't expect, you know, if he practices this week, expect him to probably be activated if he's still not practicing by – if he doesn't practice by the time you're listening to this, which would be at the earliest Friday, he ain't playing on Saturday. So, you know, it's already kind of concerning. They have a Saturday game and he's not – he didn't even get limited work in. But I guess this time of year, too, we have to remember that things uh, are changing. Teams – are giving guys rest midweek because they no longer are installing new new plays and stuff so they don't have to be on the practice field all all the days of the week to you know rehab's more important at this point of the year than um getting all your reps in I guess is the point I'm making and so we got kind of have to adjust how we think of things here uh, as a podcast, but you as a fantasy player to take in injury news here in December and January, I think it's important to remember that guys are going to practice less um, because rehab's going to be valued more so this time of year. So with that said, you know, I still don't think I would ice pack Connor. I don't think he's going to play now that Edmonds is back. If he does play, he's going to be limited in his snap count. Ertz had a limited practice, though. Uh, I would expect him, I think, to come back and play. That should help out that offense. And Rondell Moore, I think, uh, was a knee. Ankle, I believe. Yeah, he is... He is an ankle, um, which I believe I do remember watching that play uh, that he got rolled up on, and and that did look kind of like a high ankle sprain, if my if my memory serves me correctly. So I would I would kind of expect him to be out too as well. So I think the Cardinals are actually pretty banged up here for this Saturday game. What what do you think about the Cardinals? Uh, just like last week, I'm a ice pack for James Conner here. Um, I think that he will play, but their main goal is, you know, keep him healthy and have both backs healthy by the time the playoffs roll around. So like last week, he'll be active. Active. He just will have a reduced role. Um, be on a snap count. Not get all the. He's not gonna be the workhorse back like he was when Edmonds was hurt. Ertz, I'm not really worried about. Um, he's limited. I'm sure he'll be a full go by the by the end of the week. And more, I uh, I had Rondale Moore in a in a league where fantasy. I mean, in the fantasy league where return yards get you some points, and that so he was a pretty decent flex guy from that capacity. But obviously, outside of that, he ha- he doesn't have consistent fantasy value even as a flex guy. So. I would I would steer clear of Moore as well, even with uh, Hopkins out. I mean, he might have a a better role if healthy, but being being not at a hundred percent, ice pack for Moore. Yeah, I think it's the the Christian Kirk show. Um, is probably the guy Kyler leans on the most now, and AJ Green still does have um a pretty good showing 
Most Sundays. AJ Green, not a bad pickup if he's if he's free right now, which he is in a lot of leagues. Um Cardinals have been pretty disappointing since Kyler's come back. You know, he doesn't look fully a hundred percent. I think they'll they'll get better as he gets up to speed, so I'm not really concerned about you playing the Cardinals guys. They should still start to put up points like they were earlier this year. Colts defense is uh, pretty solid, though, so that should be a pretty good um, Saturday night matchup on, wow, Christmas Day. Yeah, Christmas Day is already this Saturday. Wild. Um, Moving on to the Buccaneers, you know, we talked about Mike Evans um, not practicing today, hamstring. He needs to heal up, but I think if – you know who I really can't say if he's going to play or not, but Antonio Brown is back on the practice field after having you know a month and a half off. I feel like he's been out for like six weeks. It's, uh, the suspension with the injury, so I you know obviously they need a B this week. I highly expect a B to play. I would heating pad him. Um, it. I don't think it's going to take long for him and Brady to get back on the same page, especially since he is practicing this week. They have a week of practice to kind of get in sync together again. So, you know, heating pad for Gronk obviously is going to have to step up and fill that fill that target share. And then on the other end is is Antonio Brown. So, uh, definite heating pack pad for those two. What do you say? I concur with what you say about AB. I'm a huge heating pad here. Um, he's going to be fully healthy and well rested. It'll be it's actually it'll be ten weeks since he's played. So he's been out for over two months. Um, he, he's going to step into that Godwin role. You know he's going to get lots of targets, lots of catches. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm big on AB here. Um, Mike Evans. If I think if he's if he can go, he will go. I wouldn't play him in your daily fantasy, but uh, you know, on your fantasy teams, he's gonna he's he's always a red zone threat, regardless if he's healthy or not. Gets lots of touchdowns no matter what, so I'd I'd still play him. Um, big big heating pad for Ronald Jones this week, especially with banged up receivers. Yeah, my one Ronald Jones. Yeah, my league. One of my leagues, I'm in the playoffs, and uh, as you were talking about it, I was picking up Ronald Jones and dumping Rashad Penny. Uh, we'll see if I get him on the the waiver or not. I mean, I am in first place, so it's probably not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep it moving to the Detroit Lions. Um, the excuse me, the red hot. Detroit Lions, who are going to Atlanta, where Atlanta hasn't won a home game all season. Um, I read that just just a minute ago. I'm going to believe that one thing that I read and not look it up any further. But yeah, the, I don't. I think the Atlanta Falcons are, you know, six road wins and zero home wins so far. So I think the Falcons are really going to try to. You know, get the dub here. They're they're probably putting in a a strong effort. I think they're probably acutely aware they haven't won a home game yet. I would feel like that would irritate some some people in that locker room. Um, we'll find out. But as far as our segment goes, 
the running back situation in Detroit is now up in the air again because DeAndre Swift is practicing, which I've said a couple weeks ago, that's going to be your running back for the next, you know, you're, you're going to sign that guy to a long-term deal here, hopefully, if you're the Lions. Why are you rushing him back off of a sprained AC joint when um, even three weeks rest, which he's had, you're putting him back in the game where uh, now your labrum is at risk for an injury, um, uh, subluxation's a risk. Even even if he doesn't get hurt, it's still the fact that you're putting a guy at risk on a fucking two-win team who's supposed to be a guy for you for the years to come. It just it just doesn't make sense to me. I wish someone like, I don't know, Rashawn could maybe explain something like this who's, who's had some NFL experience, but uh, I haven't heard from Rashawn in, in weeks. So uh what do you got to say about the oh but uh jamal williams is is supposed to be back and is practicing again uh off of that covid list so now the the lions might have a completely rejuvenated uh backfield who knows what do you think uh first i double checked for you the falcons are one and five at home they beat the jets ah. five and three on the road though which is a pretty profound stat as far as the Lions, yeah, I agree. Um, if he, he he he's probably pretty healthy if if he's gonna come back. I don't know why they'd rush him back. Being you know your franchise back looks looks like a promising player. Um, but these guys are the Lions. They haven't really been a slouch all year, despite their record. If they played a lot of teams tough, they're really playing for Campbell. It seems like seems like he's a real players' coach. They're you know they're all about it. So maybe the Lions got a little little twinkle in their future we'll see um i wouldn't i wouldn't heating pad deandre swift if he does come back i don't know how much of the volume he'll get but we'll see oh, lions, lions hell are the lions are here down. to win he'll get he'll get uh 70 percent um playing time and uh you know 80 percent target share like he was getting I, I don't even think he was that high but We'll see. We'll we'll find out. That's going to be a stinker of a game on Sunday. So yeah, I would avoid avoid him uh, and Williams unless uh, you have to play Williams there, who actually has been he gets you eight or nine points actually pretty consistently throughout the season here. So if Williams is in, I would honestly heating pad Williams uh, because the Falcons' rush defense is pretty suspect. So I think that wraps it up for all of the. NFL injury news and heating pad. Let's get into some segments. Soccer draw of the week. I couldn't tell you what my draw was last week. I don't remember, and I'm not looking it up. It was probably a loser. Uh, this week, though, not going to be a loser. Burnley versus Everton, uh, plus 210 on FanDuel for the draw. Uh, just seems like a, you know, midday game for them. Uh, Draw it up. What do you got? I'm going to go Premier League as well. Um, and basically, for no reason at all, I got Brighton and uh, Brentford. Brighton and Brentford, December December 26th action, English Premier League. 
right next to each other in the in the bottom half of the table. Why not? That's a one-one draw. Yeah, those sound like teams that that draw uh, and teams sure. I don't want to watch play soccer. Speaking of teams that don't draw, we're going to transition to the LGBTQIA plus player of the week. The Raiders with a big win. Carl Nassib coming back from an injury. Did not notch a tackle. Only played 13 snaps, but did have a QB hit. So he was still making an impact out there. Raiders get the big win. Carl Nassib, LGBTQIA plus player of the week. All right. And now for the tight end guru segment. I think we did all right uh, last week with our tight ends. Again, I have no no recollection of who I told people to play, but I did well in DraftKings this week. So I'm just going to assume, oh, I think Evan Ingram, I think I said, I couldn't tell you how he did, but uh, quality tight end guru segment. Yeah, well, the tight end guru is, you know, like he, like I said, he's got a brain full of fuck right now. He says it's all, it's all cloudy up there. Spider Man, you know, I've got Spider Man on my brain, and uh, I, I don't know. Um, and I'm trying to DraftKings is, you know, there's 17 different lineups now with the Saturday lineup and the Sunday lineup. Um, you know, I'm trying to find the main slate for us here and, uh, it's all, it's all Saturday. I can only find Saturday. I don't, I don't know how to work that. Um, uh, not Pat Fryermuth. Um, let me, let me, uh, well, you look stuff up. I'll, I'll say something. One person <laughs> that will be interesting to watch Zach Gentry, uh, probably third or fourth year Steelers guy. Has actually been looking. He's made a couple plays this year. I think with Fryermuth out and Ebron out, he's probably whatever the minimum is in your DFS. He might not be a bad a bad play if uh, if Fryermuth doesn't go. Ben Ben likes his tight ends, especially in the red zone. Big old six eight six nine target. Big boy been running hard this year. There's your there's your tight end guru. Your tight end <laughs> your tight end prince. Steve's the guru. I'm the prince. I like that uh Gentry is I'm guessing uh sub three thousand dollars. He is two thousand eight hundred dollars. So very cheap option. Another cheap option at thirty two hundred dollars on DraftKings is O'Shaughnessy for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He would have gotten you 10 points last week off of four catches. He's had uh, four targets the last two weeks now, um, and his price hasn't gone up at all. So if you can expect him to get four about four catches, I'm sorry, he had four catches in the past uh, two weeks, catching uh, eight out of his last 10 uh, targets. So he's definitely somebody trending up at a cheap price. Evan Ingram still, you know, catching four ball, getting you seven points at $3,100. That's a two X, two and a half X, which is exactly what you need for cash games. And um, if you're punting at the tight end position, that's, that's a great way to have a great baseline. So there's three cheap options for you. 
from the tight end guru getting an assist from the tight end prince. Okay. Time to time to fucking tighten up here. Time to sharpen up because it's time for the gambling picks. So enough bullshit, enough excuses. Time to drop your sack on the table and pick some games. Um last week we all went one and two. <laughs> so uh take that for what it's worth. We're we're coming at you this week with some with some uh I don't know. I I think some winners here. I think we got some winners. Let's let's start with Jimmy. Jimmy, what do you got? Jimmy's playing Madden. All right, fuck you, Jimmy. Danny, what do you got for some picks? All right, I uh I had my little hot streak there, and it's it's clearly been over. I've been on the losing table again the past couple of weeks. But we're turning it around here. I got some, I got some zingers. I really like these. Um, so we'll start with. Uh, I got. I share one with Jimmy here. I see on the table. So obviously that's that's gonna lose if we're both hitting it. So I'll start with that. I got the Detroit Football Lions plus six at uh, at Atlanta. I just think uh, Detroit's been playing better. They've they've uh, competed with some teams this year, even though they find ways to lose. Plus six to a to a not so great Atlanta team seems like a lot of points to cover. I like Detroit to potentially win outright. We touched on Atlanta being one and five at home, so Detroit plus six. Um, I'll stay with uh, stay with the NFL. We got the so this one burned me last time. This, this is my lock of the week this time because it cannot burn me twice. Buffalo. Plus two and a half at New England. I took Buffalo to cover um, last time they played New England on that Sunday night or Monday night game, whatever it was, when they were playing in that crazy wind and blizzard. Um, if it weren't for that weather, Buffalo for sure would have pulled that game out. Buffalo's a better team back against the wall. They are, are they the seven seed right now? Buffalo's like on the brink of not being in the playoffs. They got to get a win. They're the better team. I like Buffalo to win outright in Foxborough. Supposed to be 39 degrees and partly crowd, cloudy. No crazy weather. Lock it in. Buffalo is winning outright. They're plus two and a half. And then um, I'll, I got I to gotta go with a college bowl game, despite how terrible I've been at college this year. Uh, a lot of tough ones, but I'm going with uh, the, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Minus four and a half over West Virginia. Do you even know you're a West Virginia guy, so you're probably... probably not oh, a fan they, of that. They stink the, at bowl games. West Virginia, is, I don't know if I've ever seen them win a bowl game. It is the guaranteed rate bowl. Whatever that means, it's in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Minnesota is a team that's they've, they've been absolutely decimated by injuries this year. Um, still, we're able to finish the season pretty strong. I think they'll, they'll get a little bit more healthy with the time off before the bowl. Um, they've had a lockdown defense all year. West Virginia's been real inconsistent. Minnesota's not a blow-you-out kind of team, so so I don't think it'll be a huge spread, but minus four and a half, I think they'll at least at least cover that. Minnesota's the better team there. So that's, what, Tuesday night? Tuesday night bowl game, the guaranteed rate bowl. You're not going to watch it, but <laughs> throw, throw some money on the Gophers. Uh, West Virginia is three and... Th- Three and seven in their last ten bowl games. But they won last year against Army. 
in the Liberty Liberty I, Bowl. I remember that game. It was, it was, I was pissed off. Yeah, so uh, the Mountaineers they do not they do not perform well in uh, bowl games. So with that said, uh, I don't. Jimmy's having some technical difficulties, so I'm just going to go ahead and rattle off Jimmy's picks. He's on the Lions plus six with Danny. He is on. Oh, sorry. This is. Uh, a gross pick to say. Uh, so it's having some indigestion. Uh, he's taking the Steelers plus seven and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and it's an insane pick to make on a Wednesday where there's already like a few COVID cases on each side. Um, if history tells us anything, that's probably not the end of the COVID cases for the week. But regardless, he's on the Steelers and yeah, he wants to mush. He says, fuck your team. Feel my mush power. Uh, he wants to mush the Steelers by taking them, but it's gonna—he's it, mushing himself. He doesn't understand that he is the only beneficiary, or I should say, uh, what would be the opposite. Um, he's the only uh, source of of misery for these mushes. So he's mushing himself. The Steelers are definitely gonna cover now. Uh, keep it a close game, maybe outright beat the Chiefs. Who knows? His lock of the week is the Colts plus one and a half at the Arizona Cardinals. I don't hate that pick. Uh, you know, that's going to be a close game. We're talking about how banged up the Cardinals is. Um, so we'll we'll see how that shakes out on Saturday. And as for me, I am... <laughs> I'm going back to the Seahawks and Rams. Last week I split. I, I did hit a lock, so now I'm 4-11 and 11 in my locks. Going to make it 5-11. and 11. Uh, I'll start with my lock. It's the Rams, minus 3. We're back on the Rams two weeks in a row. Minus 3 in uh, Minnesota. Old Kirk Cousins there. I think the Rams are heating up. And the – oh, God – Oh, God, Joe Buck is so loud in my ear right now. I don't know. Okay, okay. I had a – the NFL website was on, like, autoplay, and it just, like, randomly kicked the volume on. Um. Anyway, I was saying the Rams, they're going to they're gonna shit pump the Vikings. And I also have the over in that game, over 49-and-a-half. It's in a dome in December. It's two teams that always play in a dome. They're – they're all playing in a dome the last time I checked. So over 49 and a half seems like a smart uh, wager. And then the Seattle Seahawks are home against the. Oh, damn. Who are they playing? I made my picks like an hour ago. They're playing the Bears. Yeah. Home against the Bears. Um, the Bears stink. Uh, the coaching is is stink it's stinky shit coaching uh pete carroll's you know obviously the better coach uh with his off of a year as they're having i think the seahawks can kind of pull it together here in december um and and beat the bears as long as they can kind of contain they have to contain uh justin fields obviously but a touchdown i think you know they could they could do it um 
I think that's that's all the picks. I think the Bears are just so bad right now. That's probably not a bad pick. Is it at Seattle? Yeah, it's in Seattle. Yeah. I felt so bad for Justin Fields. First of all, Minnesota was just taking cheap shot after cheap shot at him. Justin Fields played pretty good. He looked great. No one could catch a ball. Dude was just... It was you know that episode of South Park where uh, I think it's Randy is it Randy Mar- Randy Marsh is out there playing football for some reason and like the against the Cowboys and they're all just like keep tackling him. That was pretty <laughs> much uh, pretty much what it reminded me of. Justin Fields was just getting destroyed. Bears are bad. The Bears. Yeah, the Bears. So, oh, and I also heard a rumor, or it was maybe like a speculation piece on um, uh, Russell Will- why Russell Wilson would be the perfect fit in Pittsburgh uh, next year. I don't, I don't agree, but I, th- I think he'd be, be he'd be better for the stupid offenses they try to run with Ben. <laughs> I mean, they fucking run, they they run Ben on bootlegs and shit like he's not freaking having an asthma attack (laughs) yeah he has zero lateral mobility uh big ben i don't think would pass some physical therapy assessments (laughs) pittsburgh pittsburgh runs an offense like they have russell wilson so he might not he might not might not be a bad pick uh touche do you see did you see uh he said uh I didn't actually hear the quote. I just read it. But uh, when he went, he went down to the tunnel and uh, and prayed after yeah. after Prime Youth got hurt. I guess they asked him about it. He said, uh, "He said, oh yeah, I thought I broke the Heinz Field rushing record, so I went down there just to just to reflect <laughs> on it." <laughs> yeah, because uh, he had that one yard rushing touchdown. That's funny. Yeah, that that was a good. Uh... Oh, God, that made me laugh. Uh... Good to see Ben. Ben still has a little bit of a sense of humor in him. Um, geez, I think that's probably it. Go go see Spider Man if you haven't seen Spider Man yet. It's well worth your time and money. Um, enjoy the football. Enjoy your Christmas weekend with your family or whoever you spend Christmas with. Um, our boy, our boy Lance is coming down to Spartanburg. And I think we're going on a Christmas morning flight through the mountains. Um, and then we're going to have a big old ham. And play Madden on my PS5. Um, so yeah, uh, no matter what you're doing this holiday weekend, why don't you stay safe, America? Don't get, the, don't get any COVID.